welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now, please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace to Gather. As we've talked about, we are very passionate about marriage. Last week, we talked about how community really starts with your community with God. And then it starts with your community with your spouse and your family. So, Neva, um, what does your marriage have to do with building community? Yeah, that's a really good question, huh? Yeah. I, well, I think the bottom line is, is that if you can't um, have a marriage that has a strong feeling of community. So, if, you know, if the definition of community, a group of people living in the same place or having a particular um, characteristic in common or a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals, like that should be the goal of our marriage. Our relationship really should be that we get closer and closer together, that we understand each other more and more. And if we struggle in our marriage with those things, then it's probably going to be harder for us to build true, lasting community in other areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's certainly. like marriage is the, the testing ground for relationships. Yeah, yeah that, that's a great way to put it. Um, learning to love people well starts with learning to love your spouse well. Practicing love, patience, kindness, and self-control with your spouse accomplishes two things. One, it tells them just how much you love them. And two, it makes it easier for you to practice those same things with other people. Right. And it's really, I mean, we find that it's very hard to practice those things on a regular (laughs) basis in our life with each other and with our kids. It, It takes intentionality. It takes a willingness to, you know, Put yourself aside a lot of the time mm-hmm. in order to be concerned about the other person. And that is a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do, I think, on any level with people. You know, we, we have a tendency just to always want to default to our opinions, our feelings, our mm-hmm. thoughts. And even if you look at the culture right now, um, people have a hard time seeing other people's point of view. Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. And in marriage, to have a strong, healthy marriage, you have to be able to see the other person's point of view. Because if you can't, you're always going to be coming up against each other instead of having a desire to understand each other and to, um, you know, just be able to learn from each other and move forward in a place of um, unity as opposed to conflict. And the best thing about practicing is that each time you do it, you get better and it becomes easier, right? So just like we talked about practicing hospitality, the more you do it, the easier and more natural it becomes. Same thing with practicing peace and love and kindness. Uh, the more you do it, the more natural and easy it becomes to do that on a regular basis. Right. So one of the things that we have found is that strong marriages attract people. Mm-hmm. And we know that firsthand, um, just in, in walking out our marriage, the number of people that 
we have had an opportunity to interact with Mm -hmm. solely because we have a strong marriage and it drew them to us. And one of the things that we find that is really that draw is authenticity. Damon and I have um, a desire to be authentic in the things that we do and the way that we live our life and the things that we say even. And that really stems from the fact that we were able to learn how to communicate with each other in a safe and healthy way. And we were able to um, really come to a place in our relationship where we are authentic with each other, where there's transparency between us to such a point that we are able to just be real and authentic. And sometimes that is hard. Sometimes, you know, that you really um, have to push through some things because it's easier not to hear some things. But in order to truly have authenticity in your relationship, you have to be willing to go through the hard things as well. But what happens is, is when you live your life from a place of authenticity, people see that and they desire that. They mm-hmm. desire to live that same type of life where they don't have to hide, where they don't have to be afraid, where they can just be who they are and know that people are going to come to them just because of who they are. It's like with hospitality, we've talked about this, that you know, you're know you going to have some wins and you're going to have some um, situations where it maybe wasn't the very best fit relationally, but that's okay. At the end of the day, you learned some things. You had a fun night and you know, you'll know you invite more people to your table. And in that process, you're going to meet the group of people that are your people that you really want to spend your life with and, and really have fun with. And I think that that is one of the things that comes with authenticity is that I think our world tells us that you know, we have to be this, or we have to be that. We have to look this way, or we have to look that way. We have to feel this way, or we have to feel that way. We have to think this way, or we have to think that way, right? All of those things are told to us how we should be if we want people to accept us. But the reality is, is that the people that are going to accept us, they're going to accept us. (laughs) There's not, you know, there's not a, we don't have to be somebody else to draw our group of community by um you know it's just naturally people are going to merge together based on certain characteristics yeah yeah and so you can be yourself and be authentic yeah and you know and as we've matured and, and you know gotten older we you know we for a long time have really strived to be um the same people you know everywhere we go uh we're the same people that we are at home is the same people that we're, we are in the workplace and the same people that we are at church and the same place that we are out in the community. You know, we're, we're, we're just the same. We're authentic. And, but it didn't always used to be that way. Um, so for the first, you know, 13 or so years of our marriage, uh, we struggled and we did not have a healthy, strong relationship and which caused us to, um, to wear a mask metaphorically. So, you know, we could be struggling and just, you know, fighting and just arguing and everything like that. But then we, you know, we get to church on Sunday morning and oop, pop, the smile goes on. And, you know, and we're like, somebody would say, how you doing? Oh, we're doing great. You know, how are you? And all stuff. But all, all the while we were doing terrible, you know? So, uh, 
but there's no healing can come from that. You know, healing comes from from authenticity and and bringing things into the light so that the Lord can heal them, right? And that's exactly what happened with us. And at that point, you know, once the Lord began to heal our marriage and our marriage started to strengthen and 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 become healthy, that's when we we were able to put hospitality into practice uh, and invite people into our life um, because it was real. It wasn't, uh, we weren't inviting them into a, you know, a fake, you know, thing. We're inviting them to be a part of, you know, life. So. And that doesn't mean that it's not messy. It is messy. There's lots of elements of our life that are messy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we have our flaws. We, are just, you know, messy people like everyone else. But I think we came to the place of just being okay with the fact that this is who we are and we're messy. Yeah. Everybody's messy. You know, everybody (laughs) argues, everybody, you know, they have good days, bad days, you know, all that stuff. Um, I mean, it's, and it's, it's ridiculous to try to, you know, cover that up. I mean, you don't have to go out of your way to be, oh my gosh, you know, it's life is terrible, you know. But you don't have to cover it up either. You know, you can share uh, your life with other people. And out of that, you know, health comes, you know, within you, within them, within the community. So strong marriages build strong families and strong families build strong communities. So, Damon, why do strong marriages build strong communities? Well, I think that strong marriages um, create safe places um, for people to grow and to mature, especially your children, um, which allows them to invite others into the journey, right? And then when people see, you know, the healthiness and, and the strength and the, of your family, Okay, they're they're drawn to that and want to become a part of whatever it is that's going on. And you know, honestly, our we both come from very broken families. Um, divorce, you know, drugs, alcohol, all kinds of stuff in our in our families, right? And the the only reason that we have a strong, healthy family relationship now is because of God. And that is attractive to people. Your marriage is supposed to be a light that points people to Jesus, right? And when it is, when you when you when you step into that, when you step into all that 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 God has for and all He has called marriages to be, it is really attractive to people, and they want what you have. Right. So that kind of leads us into. Um, a strong marriage puts you in a place to mentor other people because like Damon said, a strong marriage is really a light in your community. It's a, it it is a beacon for a lot of people that don't have strong marriages or have never seen a strong marriage that, you know, didn't witness a strong marriage with their um, family. And so when they see a marriage that is working well, there's something that says, man, I want to be like that. I yeah. want my marriage to be like that. And, you know, and we experienced that when we were in a place of struggle, we 
saw a marriage and it was a strong and healthy marriage. It was a marriage that had gone through some challenges early earlier in their marriage as well. But we wanted that and and we didn't know how to get there. We just couldn't see a path. And so we mm-hmm. we actually just reached out and we said, Hey, will you mentor us? We need some help. We want our marriage to look like your marriage looks. Was our marriage perfect? No, it wasn't a perfect marriage, but it was a light giving marriage. Mm-hmm. It was a marriage that that it was very obvious to see was a strong and happy and healthy marriage. And so we sat down with them for a year and a half yeah. in a mentoring relationship just to learn how to do marriage because no one taught us how to do marriage. We right. didn't have a clue. Right. And, you know, out of that, again, that was, that's a relationship that, that, you know, has continued on to this day, um, for us. And, um, it is so important to be in a place that you can help other people when they need it. And the only way you can do that is by working through your own stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, because of that, because um, we reached out when we were struggling and we were mentored by a strong, healthy couple, uh, now we are able to mentor others. And, and we've had several opportunities um, uh, to counsel other couples and, as they, they come to us and, and they, they see our relationship and they see our family and they see, you know, they, they want something like that, right? So, so they, they reach out to us and say, hey, you know, we're struggling. Um, you know, can we meet with you, uh, have coffee or whatever, and, you know, get your opinion, get your, get your input on, on some of the things that we're struggling with. And it's, it's been great. I mean, it's, you know, some people are going through some hard stuff. Um, we went through some very hard stuff and, uh, I'm sure that you have went through some very hard stuff, right? Uh, but guess what? We're still here and we're, we're better and, uh, stronger for it because we didn't stop in the hard stuff. We we kept going until we got through it, right? And now we're strong enough to help other people in those same situations. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, I, you know, I think that in our um, country, it's um, we've come to a place where we no longer necessarily think that fathers are important or that mothers are important, or yeah. that grandparents are important, or extended family is important. We've we've grown so far away from that, just with you know living far from family and busyness of jobs and you know all of the things that we take on. But the reality is is that that um, there has been a decline in community as we have allowed the importance of fathers and the importance of mothers and the importance of grandparents Mm -hmm. to fall away. There's no longer a reverence or a respect in a lot of um, our society for the importance of those specific roles. And when those roles are, are played well, when you have strong mothers and strong fathers and strong grandparents, Mm -hmm. it impacts how you think about other people yeah. and the community. And, um, and it's just, it's vitally important to have a strong, healthy community. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really an unfortunate fact that, you know, our, our jails and prisons are, are filled with people from uh, fatherless homes. Um, they didn't have a uh, structure, you know, to, uh, to, 
to learn from uh, and to and to grow um, and to become you know mature uh, individuals who you know provide and and give back to society. And um, you're you're absolutely right. It's the, the the culture has has just tried for so long to destroy fatherhood. Um, and now it's trying to destroy motherhood. Uh, you know, they're trying to take the word mother out of the school district and replace it with birthing parent. I mean, how stinking ridiculous is that? Fathers are important. Mothers are important. And one of the things that I, I love about uh, at our church, um, when, you know, when Mother's Day rolls around or when Father's Day rolls around, um, they celebrate all uh, all men, and they celebrate all women, uh, not just those who are mothers or fathers physically, because everyone has the opportunity to be a spiritual mother or a spiritual father in mentoring other people. And that is is vitally important uh, as well. So, in building community. In building community, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, anything else? That was kind of, we kind of Talked a lot about the importance of marriage and community. Well, I think that we could continue. We could talk for another hour on it. Well, we'll see what comes next week. We may continue to talk about marriage and it's important on community. But whatever we talk about, we hope that you will join us back here at the Grace Together podcast because we're sure we're going to continue to work on building our community and having strong, lasting relationships in our marriage and with other people. And don't forget to check out Marriage Minute on Instagram. See you next week. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast. podcast.